0: fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever and with fishing booker you can experience it too no matter where you are discover your next adventure on fishing booker
2: so hi i'm laura and this is camille from heroes on the water and you're listening to impact outdoors podcast you have to heal the whole unit right not just the person it's 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 everybody who's impacted everybody who served everybody who's committed to keeping our borders safe and our life safe and ensuring our freedoms and it's not an easy thing when you have to compartmentalize the way that veterans and law enforcement and first responders do in order to not spread onto their their spouses and their children the the you know just the discomfort and the trauma and what it is that they have to go through so having a way for everybody to get together and enjoy each other
1: hey everyone welcome back to the show we are uh, super excited to bring you another episode from the hunt fish podcast summit this week we've got my great friends laura and camille from heroes on the water and uh, we're super excited to have them Come join us for the week at the Warren Ranch, and uh, really bring the um, kind of the story behind Heroes on the Water and um, what all they do. I mean, this is such a great organization, allowing first responders, veterans, and uh, people just dealing with post traumatic stress and, and all kinds of stuff, and um, getting them out on the water, um, making new friends, uh, being able to kind of get away from the everyday life and, and get outdoors and really learn to enjoy that and what better way to do that than hop on a kayak and go fishing. So I'm um, really glad to have them on the show and uh, really excited for you guys to hear some of the great stories behind this program. So let's jump right into it with Camille and Laura from Heroes on the Water. All right, well we are here at the, the Warren Ranch and uh, here at the Huntfish Podcast Summit. And I've got my good friends Laura and Camille, who I've known for a long time, and so thankful you ladies are both here, and uh, (laughs) here for a pretty special reason. Um... You know, we're going to be talking about Heroes on the Water program, and, and uh, probably, who knows what else will, rabbit holes <laughs> will go down, but um, <laughs> welcome to the show, welcome to the Warren Ranch. I know we've been here for a couple of days, but I hope you guys have been having fun.
2: Oh, it's a great place. It's we're a having beautiful. a blast. Yeah. It's, it's,
1: <laughs> it's, it's pretty. It, it'll spoil you. And <laughs> we caught fish today.
2: Yeah. yeah. That was even yeah, better. Yeah, we
1: just had our little fishing tournament, and, and, uh. It's nice and uh, windy. <laughs> we're going like 30 <laughs> miles an hour out there, but we've still caught a lot of fish and stuff. And, uh, you know, I think we've got a we've got such a really cool group of people here. Um, and everybody's, I mean, somebody came up to me a while ago and was saying, you know, it's just like the conversations, they're all good. Like everybody here has kind of got the same mindset, you know, various ideas and opinions and stuff. but we're all... On the, the conservation mindset, the, the mindset of getting people involved in the outdoor industry, um, youth education, adult education, mm-hmm. um, support you know, groups and, and mm-hmm. things like that. And, um, so why don't we just jump right in and, and hear what is Heroes on the Water and how so can we help?
2: Sure. So Heroes on the Water is a 501c3. We um, take veterans, law enforcement, first responders and their families kayak fishing. It helps our um, community deal with post-traumatic stress and traumatic brain injury symptoms while building a community. So there's a lot of peer-to-peer support there Mm -hmm. and helps them to fill the gap of the brotherhood, sisterhood that they miss out on so much um, and really gives them a safe place to be at peace and decompress and just unplug from their day-to-day craziness and enjoy each other and a good afternoon of kayak fishing, right? Yeah,
1: that's awesome. So... How long, um, I, I kind of know the backstory, but like when was it founded and like who, f- who founded?
3: So Heroes on the Water was founded in 2007 by Jim Dolan. Uh, Jim Dolan is a dear friend of mine and Scott's and mm. um, my husband. And he went down, um, some of your listeners may know Dean Thomas mm-hmm. and his kayak fishing school. Mm-hmm. Jim went down and attended dean's kayak fishing school scott was working with dean at the time and um helping him with the school and they just all hit it off there's a really funny story we can tell eventually um that came out of that but yeah it you know that's how jim got into kayak fishing okay and got addicted to that feeling and being on he says you know this would be great for our veterans and he had the opportunity to be up at BAMC, uh, Brooks Army Medical, mm-hmm. and w- talked to the SRU unit there and uh, their recreational therapist and talked her into letting them bring a group of guys down to the coast. And um, they brought him down to a coast, a wonderful mutual friend of a lot of us, donated his house and his lodge down there. They took the kids, to the t- I say kids, they were all kids, they were all veterans, but um still in hospital Mm -hmm. and they took them down there took them for a weekend of kayak fishing the differences in their um communication and their relaxation from day one to day three was night and day yeah and this was something very evident um i think a lot of times uh we take for granted those of us that grew up In the outdoors, we know that if we have a bad day, we'll go for a walk or we'll go out on the boat or -hmm. we'll go do something, and and it it resets Yeah, absolutely. Um, These are things that we had to introduce them to, so they learned that this is a coping mechanism for them when the stresses that they can't handle anymore get to be too much, that getting out on the water and going out on a kayak and fishing can... Reset that for them and give them a coping mechanism to come back to their families right. or to their normal everyday life a little whole, a little more whole than they were three days ago, yeah two days ago wow,
1: well, and so um, when so after that initial like okay, this is something that we can put together mm-hmm. um, was was Jim's initial thought you know to to do something just local start out small mm-hmm. i mean i know it's huge now <laughs> i mean it's a really big program um but i mean how how, how did that kind of progress over time he
2: um met up with a bunch of people that were in these kayak fishing forums and groups online um and they started just spreading the word and it was really organic to mm-hmm. be honest and we found people um he was residing in the allen texas area at the okay. time in North Texas. Mm-hmm. And found a guy who um, wanted to help him launch one of the first chapters, which was DFW. And um, Brook Army Medical Center signed off, and and eventually it became the, the Center for Intrepid. Was who we worked with for a long time, and they they signed off and said we really love what you're doing. They've been one of the f- we've been with them for years and years now. Yeah, and it just grew organically through that way, and and it was um, it was interesting, and I think it was a little even overwhelming for Jim because he. He knew he wanted to help and he knew that he had, they were onto to something, but we weren't exactly sure what it was, mm-hmm. right? It was that kind of thing. Yeah. And people just showed up and we just started these chapters and now it went from the handful that were here in Texas. Now we have 10 in the state of Texas alone
1: and close to 60 across the United States. Wow. So how far east and west do they go? All the way to east coast? hmm
3: All the way up to, we've got some in northern New York. Wow. And then then we go all the way up to northern Oregon.
1: Mm. That's pretty much the whole whole dang country. (laughs) Everywhere everywhere
3: in between. Um, Some of our newest chapters, um, Nashville, Tennessee, we call that Music City chapter, Mm -hmm. and um, Las Vegas.
1: Where do they go in the Blasio? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they kayak in the fountain. Yeah, I, I <laughs> would be fun. <laughs> you joke, but probably but not enough. Probably not stress free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: You joke, but it, I don't know if anybody's seen pictures of like me lately. But it, it's not doesn't have a whole lot of water. Yeah, in it. yeah. But yeah, they're finding places. Um, That's cool. We're very fortunate that a lot of ranch owners or property owners will allow us to use. Um, facilities very similar like what Mm -hmm. we have here at the Warren Ranch where they have these beautiful little ponds or lakes Mm -hmm. and they'll allow us to go in and and do events on their property
1: that's a um, it's a really cool thing and you know I've had I've had several people on lately that have had life-changing events that were in law enforcement um, that struggle with PTSD um, you know we're life-threatening injuries and all this and um you know they all kind of come back to the same thing which is i know exactly what you're talking about these guys getting guys and ladies getting time out together and stuff is just um being able to cope and and deal with that but being around people that went through very similar instances Mm -hmm. you know that they went through you know it's kind of tough to talk about sometimes. Um, you know, I had I recently had Will Jimeno on, mm-hmm. and Will was one of the last two survivors they pulled out of the World Trade Center, and he basically had all 225 floors fall on top of him, and uh, he's up in New York, and we'll have to get you guys hooked up with with him. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. um, just his story, you know, of, um, of what he went through, um, you know, being injured and all that, but the the post incident stress and trauma that he went through with his family and that kind of things like i know y'all have seen probably so many stories over the years now of how families have gotten stronger together
2: doing right. stuff like what mm-hmm. heroes
1: on the water is doing
2: exactly and it was really important to jim to include the families and the mm-hmm. spouses because you have to heal the whole unit Right. Not just the person. It's 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 everybody who's impacted, everybody who's served, everybody who's committed to keeping our borders safe and our life Mm -hmm. safe and ensuring our freedoms. And it's not an easy thing when you have to compartmentalize the way that veterans and law enforcement and first responders do in order to not spread onto their their spouses and their children the the. You know, just the discomfort and the trauma and what it is that they have to go through. So having a way for everybody to get together and enjoy each other. Um, these I mean, we, you're right. We have so many stories. One of them is there was a woman standing there. D- we're doing a little event um, up in North Texas, and she really had to work to get her husband to go, which is very common, mm-hmm. right? Cause they're like, uh, I don't want to mess with it, right? The day comes, and they're just not feeling it. So, um, it's a lot of spouses and caretakers that get them out there mm-hmm. and he went and he's standing in a group of, of people talking and, um, he had been out on the water and caught fish and he just belly laughs and one of our board members and, and Jim were there and they looked over and there were tears in her eyes and she said, I haven't heard that laugh in years. Yeah. yeah cool? And it was
1: like that moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, it's very special, you know, and, uh. You know we, uh, nothing on the scale that you guys are witnessing, but you know, like with the brigades program, seeing the kids' transformation, oh, yeah. Yeah. doing something they do not want to do, yeah for several days, and then at the end they kind of get it and it clicks mm-hmm. and, uh, and stuff. So that's really cool. Um, so how is the format um, of the chapter set up, like in the program itself? So, so
3: um, each individual chapter has a leadership team. Um and typically how it starts is a volunteer will reach out to us and say hey I want to I want to start a chapter in my community. Mm-hmm. We'll look at the community, we'll look make sure they're not too close to another chapter just or or whether or not we want to merge them, you know, mm-hmm. into another chapter. Um but we'll start I'll start by interviewing them and talking to them, making sure they understand the commitment. Um it's not horrible but there is a commitment to it and then kind of i'll i'll spend an hour on the phone with them just talking about what we do how we do it how it's structured um once they get that idea i'll ask them i said if this is something you want to do you're really sure can you get three of your friends or three people that you know and want to work with on a Mm -hmm. team together and then we'll go from there so once they get that team together they um There's a little bit of paperwork involved, not a whole lot, but we have to do some. Mm -hmm. Um, They get through that part of it. Um, We walk them through either transferring equipment from another chapter to them or helping them purchase the equipment. Um, Each chapter is responsible for supporting themselves financially. So they raise money. Um, We like for them to, if you raise it, spend it in that year let's let's keep it going it, it, it's not a race to raise the most money no. you know and stuff but <clears throat> they want we want them to be independent um and this money that they raise pays for their events what they need to do for their events some chapters have to do permitting some chapters have donors that pay for mm-hmm. their food some don't um, the idea of a the structure of an event is you have a kayak, PFD, and a paddle, and a rod and reel combo for every kayak. Right? That's mm-hmm. a setup for each individual. Yeah. Some of our chapters have six or eight. Some of them have thirty or forty. <laughs> it just it it depends, you know, on on the personality of that chapter mm-hmm. um, and the resources that chapter has. Um, some are dead set on doing big 20, 30 people events. Some like to keep it six or seven events. Yeah, smaller. You know, smaller. Yeah. And, yeah. and typically that group of volunteers will have a good feel for their community and what's needed in their community. Mm-hmm. Um, some will do a little bit of both because they know they have that need for both types of events.
1: Yeah. So they do... Um, I mean, do y'all... Do y'all in the, the chapters provide like single day events or are they all like overnight type mm-hmm. events or single day events. Single day, okay. Single
3: day. Typically it's it's the volunteers will get the equipment and buy all the food on Friday. The event'll be on Saturday okay. and they'll meet on the water eight o'clock in the morning. They'll paddle and fish until noon, one o'clock. Mm-hmm. Then everybody comes on shore and they spend an hour or two just visiting and having lunch and mm-hmm. getting to know each other. And then the the volunteers will pack everything up and take it back to storage or whatever.
1: Yeah. So do you all have um, people that do come back? Do Often. multiple events? Mm-hmm. Often. We and encourage that's encouraged. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would think that that would be something that they would almost really want to do you know mm-hmm. to stay in touch and and i'm sure there's a lot of relationships built from these events where they're you know yeah. mm-hmm. can support each other after it's over exactly and stuff so right. that's that's really cool so what are your ladies titles right now with <laughs> heroes on the water and and specifically you know what are you guys in charge of
2: so I'm the uh, director of communications and community engagement. Okay. So my team handles the all the digital marketing assets, all the print mar- assets, all the media, mm-hmm. um, the community engagement, outreach, the fundraising. Is that it? That seems yeah. Like a lot, uh, but but it's, it's never it. It's never it. it's never it. No, it's everything. Never it. But,
3: but I, I, I would like, I think Derek's audience would really um, like to hear about our partnership with Rick. Oh,
2: yeah. Okay, sure. So um, we have a great partnership with RM Media. Mm -hmm. And um, Rick had um, Michael Libertini, who's one of our um, law enforcement officers, he runs the Western Connecticut chapter, Mm -hmm. come down and do a whole day of fishing. And he did a whole entire... um, episode on sportsman adventures for heroes on the water okay which you can find on youtube now and awesome. yeah so we love rick and, and the whole gang they've been really good to us and um we appreciate it because it it's it lets you get a first-hand feel from michael you know how his how it's helped him and and helped him to overcome some of his struggles he um has a personal story that's amazing that's on our website and you can also hear it in the rm media and sportsman adventures episode um, he also and his group were also deployed to Sandy Hook, mm-hmm. so if you can just imagine, right, so our, and, and you probably are aware of this, but a lot of people aren't, um, law enforcement and first responders suffer from something called cumulative, cumulative post-traumatic stress mm-hmm. because it's the issues that they deal with day over day over day as opposed to it being one traumatic incident, like a roadside bomb yeah. that could happen to a veteran. Um, in their line of work, it's the sort of thing that just starts to happen time over time. And your body acclimates and gets used to it. So you don't even realize how much it's impacting you until um, you've, you've gone way down that path. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's very different for them. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but the, he's, he's a passionate kayak fisherman and and he will tell you how much it's absolutely positively impacted his life and made a huge difference yeah that's
1: really cool Uh, and remind me and we'll get the we'll try to link that in the okay video well notes, it's also
3: so. um keep in mind rm media also does texas insider mm-hmm. and florida insider yeah. yep. so yep. for those of your listeners yep, that may they not do a know good job i actually got to meet
1: mm-hmm. all the whole crew when they were here the, i think at the Bassmasters classic in 2017 when they were yeah. launching all the, mm-hmm. the texas insider stuff yeah. mm-hmm. the insider fishing report and stuff and and uh and then running into them at icast every year now y- so. yeah mm-hmm. but good group of guys rick murphy and all them so mm-hmm. um but uh um, I was going to say you Camille, I don't even remember what year we met, but it was probably around 2010, I would think somewhere in 11 somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. there. But um we've uh, Gotten to know each other over the years, and your husband, Scott, is a excellent f- uh, fly and conventional guy down in the Sea Drift area mm-hmm. and, and uh, very well-known. And I think he might have a podcast you know, or something. this little <laughs> podcast
3: thing <laughs> that he does. Yeah, yeah, something. What's it called? Uh, Bite Me, a <laughs> Texas saltwater podcast. Yeah, we'll give them a big plug, plug. for here. So, <laughs>
1: um, yeah, we love Scott and what all he he's does. But he's also a retired police officer homicide detective wasn't he he is he was he
3: was retired houston police officer Mm -hmm. his last 13 years on the department were in homicide division
1: i can't imagine you know i mean i'm sure he's seen a lot
3: he has he he has and and again like i mentioned earlier we grew up knowing the calming effects of being in the outdoors Mm -hmm. um lord knows my husband tests that theory as often as possible (laughs) <laughs> he, um, he fishes, he plays golf, yeah. he hunts, um, and, and everything he can get into to be outside. Mm-hmm. Um, so.
0: Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started.
3: He learned a long time ago that if a bad case was really bothering him, or he really needed to to get it out and and process it, um, being around teenage daughters wasn't usually a really good place to do that so he he would disappear for a few days and kind of reset so he didn't turn around and look at one of his daughters and say oh get over yourself you know Mm -hmm. just because your jeans don't fit doesn't mean or just because you don't have the latest greatest outfit is not the end of the world you know
1: yeah so well i know um what what in your capacity what what all are you working on with heroes on the water and and stuff because i know you have an ex Extensive background, that's how we met, it was because you work in the fishing industry, mm-hmm. you know, in, in sales and working for several different companies. And
3: So, one of the things, uh, my background in um, being a retail buyer um, helped me considerably um, bring something to the table for Heroes on the Water. Mm-hmm. Um, it was something that I, I worked with Jim early on, was introducing him. You know, kind of like you and I did. If there was somebody you didn't know, you know, say, "Oh, Derek, go talk to so and so." You know, yeah. um, I was just fortunately in that position to get to meet those pe- kind of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would do make introductions for Jim, and um, then later on, when an opportunity became available and I was in the right place, I had promised Jim years ago that when I could do, when I could afford it, and when I if the time was right, I'd come work for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I only hope he's watching over and knows that I'm here, you know. Yeah. Um, I know Sally's thrilled that, that you know, I came on board. Um, but my role is I'm the director of volunteer programs. Um, I have three, f- one, two, three, yeah, three phenomenal staff <laughs> I <don't> members <laughs> um, that absolutely rocket! working with volunteers um my job is to guide them and lead them they do all the work um we um <laughs> we uh we, I, I mean i'm blessed and and to have such a great team and my background i deal with our vendor relations mm-hmm. because that's that's where my strong suit is um i have a little bit of experience in non-profit and working i I worked for a few years for girl scouts mm-hmm. and so i have a little bit of i did a lot of um events and um volunteer programming for them as well so it's kind of where my background was and it's something i so enjoy
1: yeah yeah and you're not you you seem uh not that this is a, a bad thing on anything you did before you seem very relaxed you're so happy with what you're doing now and i know you were before you're always such a good spirited person and stuff and i know this is truly a calling for you it is personally i mean i've just Mm -hmm. met laura but but um you know i can just tell you know thank you i
3: i'm i'm thrilled i'm absolutely thrilled to be doing what i'm doing i'm very very lucky um not very many people get to do something that they're passionate about yeah and and I, all I can say is, you know what? It's it's worth the sacrifices if you get the chance.
1: Yeah, That's cool. It definitely is. I, I mean, I've got my toes dipped in a lot of different things, and luckily, I like most of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doing laundry probably isn't one, but uh, um, I know my wife will say that. But uh, <laughs> but you know, we've been blessed too, and and stuff. But um, um so how um how can people like on a, on a national level, is there a way to donate t- to the organization as a whole, or is it chapter specific, or you can do both?
2: All of the above. Okay. So um, we've worked really hard to make our website super easy for everybody. It's heroesonthewater.org. And anything that you want to do is there. So if you want to donate um, to the programs overall, and so that people know when you do that, you're supporting the volunteer programs as well as our latest group, um, which is run by a guy named Joe Winston, who's been around Mm -hmm. since the beginning. Mm -hmm. And he is the director of therapeutic programs and runs that group. They work directly with the VA, like where we started with Mm Bamsi, right? So there's six of those now um, working directly with the VA or the soldier recovery unit to, and the the recreational therapist there to be a part of their rehabilitated therapy. So we're getting to, we call it Operation Early Impact. We're getting to them earlier and providing them that wellness tool early on. And then when they're um, done with that and they're out of the hospital, they can find any one of the 60 chapters that Camille's team is responsible for and go and continue and and find a group of people, like-minded people to kayak fish with. So we're working really hard to make it something that they can continue no matter what's going on. So the national organization, when you donate to us, that's, those are the types of programs that we're okay. doing. Um, if, and, and, but we're also all about the community aspect, right? That's why the chapter is one of the reasons we encourage them to fundraise on their own. Mm-hmm. It really helps them engage in the community in a way that they wouldn't be doing otherwise, and that's important. Yeah. So that's easy, too. You just go to programs and hit volunteer-led chapters and there's a map, and you just click on the little dot, and it'll tell you where they are, and where their Facebook page is, and what their email is, and there's a web page for each of them, and there's a donate button there, and it goes directly to that chapter. It's super easy. Yeah.
1: So do y'all get a lot of um, participants that are um, submitted by other people, or you know, brought in, like, like suggested? You know, I guess. Um, to be in the program, like to, to come to an event, and I guess what I'm getting at, um, like, hey, it's like I have a friend who's went through this. I'd really like him to be a part of it, but he doesn't want to sign up, you know, to get involved, like that kind of situation.
3: Sometimes, and, and that's really going to be up to the local volunteers. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, in most cases, there's there's a military or law enforcement Aspect to that volunteer team, mm-hmm. and they're gonna know. It's kind of like, um, for example, I, I'll use Jason for example. He had he had heard about it, and and Jason is one of my team was works for me now, mm-hmm. but he was one of my team or one of the guys called him one day, said, "Hey, I hear you like to fish." They knew he was not in a good place at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and knew he needed it. They had no idea how bad it was at the time. Um, I encourage all your listeners to Google Jason Austin and listen to his story in his own words. But that man that called Jason that day saved his life. Wow. The next day after going fishing on the kayak, Jason sold all his guns and bought a kayak.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy stuff. You know? So, and
3: it, it's more situations where somebody will tell somebody, hey, I'd really like them to get involved. So somebody that knows they can speak to them and be heard mm-hmm. is the one that typically will reach out to that person and invite them yeah. to come. It, usually if it's a spouse or, or somebody like that that's going, you need to go, you need to go. Right. Right. It, it, the blinders come up, yeah. and and they don't want to hear it. Um, but if their buddy down the street calls them and says, "Dude, you got to go with us, man. We're having so much fun, or you'll really like it. I know you will. Come on, let's go. Let's go with me. I've got the kayak. I've got the rod and reel. All you got to do is come hang out with me for the mm. day." Yeah. And that's usually how that gets handled.
1: Yeah, and it probably doesn't uh, hurt these days because as you both know kayak fishing is just exploded mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that is the thing to do i mean there's all so many professional fishing trails that you see now mm-hmm. that are kayak fishing only and and stuff and so i mean it is a um you know a, a unique i guess opportunity for a lot of people who've never done it before i mean i've i've kayaked a few times I'm not the most balanced on a canoe even, so kayaks, you know, I'll get a little, but I'm used to getting wet anymore at work and <laughs> stuff, so. Um, FYI, but,
3: uh, <laughs> a kayak, a sit-on-top kayak is so much more stable than a canoe any day.
1: Awesome. That's true. just gotta, I gotta get back out on one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So w- one of the things, you know, we do at the brigades camps is we introduce them to kayak fishing down at the uh, sea center mm-hmm. and we'll bring in kayaks for them. And uh, most of them, you know, most of them have never been on one and stuff. And, and after about 45 minutes to an hour of training and, and talking about it and stuff, they get out on the eight acre lake there and you know, they're just doing laps around just each other <laughs> <laughs> racing and stuff. And so, so it's a, it's a cool medium, I guess, to, to build this program around. It is. So it is. And catching fish is always fun. Right. So, always. Yeah. So well, is there any um, any big events or exciting things coming up within the program this year, or or kind of what's the future hold? I mean, how do you see the program growing here in the next five years?
2: Wow. Okay, that's a really good question. So um, so there's a couple of things in the in the short term. We're part of a group. Um, we're the uh, nonprofit partner for an organization called Carry the Load. Mm-hmm. I'm aware and of are carry you wearing the, the color? Yep. So we're we've been a non nonprofit partner with them for a while. And um, you were laughing.
3: No, I want you to plug my my team. I, 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 I well, I have a team too. So you're just gonna have to wait your turn. <laughs> There's no competition or anything. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, so yeah, so you're familiar. um, so, like I said, we've been a nonprofit partner. in fact, since the beginning, Heroes on the Water was one of the very first nonprofit partners. Um, awesome. Oh, this will be their eleventh year, and Jim was very instrumental in helping them get started, so we're yeah. we're you know we love them. they're great. um and like you know, they they do relays all across the United States. I think there's five this <laughs> year, so they're gonna walk through just about every single state, if not all of them. if I'm not mistaken, it's really grown um and then it it culminates in. Dallas at Revershawn Park, where it's it's an amazing experience. So for you know, anyone that could get there, I highly recommend it. It will change your life. I know um, part of the relay goes through Houston, and that's where Camille is going to be. So mm-hmm. you should go you know, hook up with her. And then her team is the Bite Me podcast team. Yep. If you go to carrytheload.org Heroes on the Water, you'll see all our teams. Mine's the Heroes on the Water national team. So we would just love for people to come out and experience it. It, it doesn't matter whether you served or not. It really is about just honoring those who made the ultimate sacrifice for our freedom and our way of life. And it's an amazing experience with a bunch of really wonderful people who just want to honor all those pe- all those mm-hmm. folks. And, um, yeah, we highly recommend it. It's that's it's a really cool experience.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, my friend Andy Madrano has always done the Carry the Load and... Uh, um, big uh, big proponent of that program and stuff so yeah. that's really good and i know i've been seeing stuff about the bite me team mm-hmm. on facebook <laughs> and stuff here lately so she's been plugging that a lot i, I mm-hmm. have so i
3: want i want people to walk with me from station eight in downtown houston hfd station station eight and we're going to walk to memorial park and then i think at 2 30 we will be at memorial cemetery um and for a rela- for a rally mm-hmm. so i'm excited about that i'm really excited That's about
1: cool. when is that what date is may that
3: 28th and we will meet at station eight at seven or yeah 7 30 a.m
1: awesome um but uh, this is a it's kind of weird because they're cooking dinner right now And the smells have just made their way into the. We're sitting, and I'm just tired of distracting. I I, I tell you what, we've eaten well. Oh my gosh, I know. I
2: keep threatening to, like, kidnap them and take them home with me. Oh man, yeah, we're
1: having a Cajun cookout tonight, so I don't know what all they're making in there, but it's it's been a fun time here this weekend and stuff, and, um, um, you know, I really appreciate you guys being on the show. Um, yeah. I do want to mention, you know, we've talked about Jim a lot. And mm-hmm. he he passed away. Um, when when did he pass? It was...
2: 2019, o- right? Yeah, October of 2019.
1: 2019. Okay, yeah. And... Um, but you know I, I was looking on the website a while back, and stuff, and you know you all've got a lot of great information about his his life and stuff on there, and how this all started and I highly suggest people go check out the website and all that, get involved with the local chapter and um, yeah i mean these there's a lot of programs you know there's so, there's so many programs out there that do good, but um you know having a personal connection with somebody in these just makes you want to promote it more and more <laughs> and stuff so and i'm really glad you guys could be here and hopefully between all the podcasters we've got here i mean we've got a national a truly national audience oh, if derek, not international yeah. you know with uh, with these shows and stuff so i'm hoping the word gets spread out and uh and y'all get some great feedback
2: thank you Derek. we thank
3: appreciate you, derek.
1: you very much yeah well thank y'all for being on awesome thank all you right. derek thanks